0: Turn that music up,
1: whatever. Hey, it wasn't my call to go for gay month. I mean, who decided to make the whole month for the gays?
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's some good gay songs out there. You're just not looking hard. Enough.
1: I, I mean, many, many people out there like the George Michael.
0: That's George Michael? Yeah, it's oh, a, so many better songs you could pick from George Michael.
1: That was one of his most famous songs.
0: Never heard it. Well, that's, that's your problem right there, I think. <laughs>
1: You don't branch out. You don't <laughs> hang out in Boys Town enough, man. You gotta get out to the yeah. Boys Town and check out what they're listening to. I bet you there's some old school gay cats throwing out, you know, the old George Michael vinyl. Uh, you think so? I no. Don't I don't know. I don't know how the old... I, I feel like the older gay fellas, they're like the, the modern family guys. They're just a uh, couple of fellas living down the
0: street. I thought gay people were more like up to date on stuff. Like...
1: Oh, yeah, like, they're more, probably uh, more into, like, Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran.
0: Right, yeah, like, they're definitely up to date on the music, you know?
1: I'm hip on the Ed Sheeran. Is it Sheeran or Sheeran? Sheeran?
0: I don't even know who you're talking about. Oh, so. man,
1: he's this tiny, uh, red-headed fella, and, uh, uh... I
0: pictured a Muslim the way you were saying it, so I don't, <laughs> I don't think you were saying it right.
1: <laughs> has, there been, has there been a famous Muslim pop star? Uh, yeah, with uh, System of a
0: Down. What's the guy's name? Is I said. Me? I said pop star, and clearly, there's no
1: no. Has there been like a Taylor Swift of pop? Of oh, like pop.
0: In- no, they don't have pop in them. No. Mm.
1: Yeah, hey, I don't think you could end up. I don't. Can you be Muslim and then get into pop stardom?
0: I mean, to be a pop star, you kind of got to be happy. Muslims just don't seem too happy <laughs> <laughs> about anything.
1: They're, they're generally kind of not the most happy looking people yeah i would say that they're surrounded by sand and heat doesn't seem like uh, the greatest living you know in the muslim uh, worlds out there
0: and yes i generalize yeah. i'm quite the racist There's, bigot no doubt they're still holding out for god in that fucking in the gaza strip over there dude it's oh man off. gaza strip oh, I'm sorry. is rough Allah. <laughs> jesus christ the guys they really believe <laughs> he's coming down and he's going to kill the jews
1: Oh, uh, you're talking about folks in the Gaza Strip, there?
0: Yeah, like the Palestinians. They believe that uh, it's like written in the Bible that God is going to come and kill the Jews because they killed His Son.
1: All right, no, that's fair. I mean, uh, the Christian folk—they believe uh, Jesus is coming back, right?
0: No, they believe no, no. He's- Do they? Yeah, I man. they believe that was the comeback. No, they- <laughs> no, we're waiting for the comeback. Oh. You gotta brush up on your Jesus, bro. He's just he's double-dipping into Earth, huh? I thought he was just coming the one time, and that was like the difference, like the Jews are still waiting.
1: Ah, you got Jesus has come, Jesus is uh, risen, and Jesus will come again.
0: Jesus is, I, I heard he was in Russia. I heard the Antichrist,
1: and this is from Alex Jones's lips, is Elon Musk. Wow. Didn't I send you that? Wow, I, I didn't play yeah. it on the show, I, but I sent you a clip. He was being interviewed. I don't remember some some podcast, and uh, they were just rapid-firing, like, asking him all these questions, and he was giving his you know classic, intense, insane, long-winded Alex Jones rants, and then uh, she asked who he thought the Antichrist was or whatever, or, or maybe he even just threw it out there, but he said Elon Musk. Huh. Which I thought... I can see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. Alex Jones has reached that point where I'm gonna listen to what he has to say.
0: I'm gonna put this out there. I will take his whatever he says, I'm giving more credence to his words than anybody who works for the government.
1: Yes. Or any of the or mainstream uh, media. Any of the legacy media market uh, you know, places that work for the government now. It's state media at this point, man. You can't trust oh. the media. So I'll take Alex Dude. Jones.
0: Dude, I actually have a great fucking clip from CNN.
1: Folks, we are in a new era of the Dude Man podcast. I put together Dude. a docket. Mike's like, screw the docket. I got <laughs> clips.
0: I love it. This is
1: this is great, Now, we man. can go to
0: yours first, but this, we're talking about how shitty the mainstream media is, and the only reason I love this clip is because... It is everything we talk about oh, wrapped man. up in like, Shout- it. It's a little long. You got to go about two minutes to get to like the the meat of it. Ah, uh, well, sh- let's do this, man. I'm always down for some good clippage. You ready for this
1: one, dude? We're talking legacy media here. All right, this is CNN at its
0: best. I'm into it.
1: We got a production crew uh, situation here, guys. This is the issue when, Uh-oh. in Joe Biden's economy, these people, you can't get good help. They'll take a smoke break <laughs> whenever they please. You don't know they're not there. You got nobody to push the button <laughs> to get the clip going through. You can't get any good uh, help these days. You know
0: what it is? It's fucking CNN, so they're going to make me, uh... I think they're going to make me watch the commercial. Mm, yeah, see you got to Oh know, no, no. Yeah, yeah. you got to
1: you got to get this commercial out of here. We're not doing commercials. Yeah, uh, it's fucking 30 seconds, dude. I don't know. We'll play it later. Keep it on mute. And this is uh what you got to do is you got to pre-clip. This is why I spend a lot of time. No, I
0: I did, but because I didn't fucking like record it and then transfer it as a file to something else, they fucking got me. That's right, man. Oh yeah. Uh, it's so stupid. Fuck you, CNN. Well it's going to be two. uh, Here it comes, man. Oh, yeah. All right, man. That was a fucking Amazon clip.
1: Because I got some shit to talk about today. We got UFO confirmation, McFlurry sandwiches.
0: People live like this across Los Angeles County by... Uh, We're going to start it over. You ready? Oh, please do. More than 11,000 people live like this across Los Angeles County by latest count, which was February last year. Are we talking unhoused? Did you hear that? No. <laughs> Eleven thousand people are living in RVs by last count, which is February of last year. <laughs> Dude,
1: you're psycho. I read an article about this. It was um maybe it was in CNN actually. Uh, but I, they were talking about how they offered them a bunch of money or maybe like gift cards and a stay at a hotel if they would let their uh, RVs get towed. If I'm not mistaken. Oh. Wait,
0: it gets so good.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, I
0: can't deal with CNN. Sorry.
1: Production crew once again falling behind. So here,
0: <sighs> you know what the problem is. I gotta fucking save it. I gotta record it. It's too yeah, much work. It's Fuck what CNN. I do. It's
1: what I do for all the
0: clips. I know. Anyways, the I bottom do- line of the story was they go on this whole thing. They even have this guy who like. He goes around helping the people get services for these RVs. These are homeless guys.
1: That's right, man.
0: And what I loved about the uh, the clip is at one point they go, we even stumbled across a conversation between a RV resident and his housed neighbor. And I, I, I lost my mind. I lost my fucking <laughs> mind. That is not a housed neighbor. That is a tax paying homeowner yelling at the fucking guy, the homeless asshole who parked this broke down RV in front of his house.
1: Yeah, get out of my neighborhood. is really what these homeowners are thinking
0: because this is not
1: attractive for newcomers, no. people out of town who maybe want to, you know, buy a home.
0: And you're not an you're not a fucking RV resident. No, you're not my neighbor. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. I know. You I can't l- afford to that, dude. And then what's crazy is like right around a minute thirty, that clip takes a turn where they re- where they. Introduce you to the idea that a lot of these people living in the RVs don't own the RVs. Yes, it's not not even because they're stolen. People are renting these RVs. There's like scumbags out there renting these RVs out for like a couple hundred bucks. Fuck
1: yeah, dude! I I'm seeing it over here. We have uh, I work where I work in South Denver. All right, we have uh, several. Roads that are in the industrial areas—they're RV alleyways, man. You everybody knows where they are. They're different neighborhoods to the tent uh, streets going on in downtown Denver near Capitol Hill. You know, you get the tent. Oh, you can't park an RV down there. No, no, no. no. It's all—it's Tent City down there. Um, you know, uptown. You know, if you want to go south, that's where you could park your RV along the river at the South Platte. Uh, they um, um—they're a group. They pick a spot, take it over. Somebody calls the cops. The city rolls in a few weeks later with the dump truck, and uh, they help everybody just move. And they, they relocate to a new spot, and it just uh, continues. It's a cycle. They, they, oh, they just dude, keep going disgusting. through the different uh, side streets where they can get away with it for uh, 10 days. You know, and I, Look, I feel bad for these people, sit, you know, people living on the streets. It's a horrible situation, and it's unfortunate that you know that this is our society currently. We have no answer, and it's getting worse. Uh, but definitely the answer is not to let it continue. Uh, this article and this clip that you were uh, going through, I read about these fellas. They offered them $600 gift cards and a stay for an indiscriminate amount of time at a local motel. And they um, offered to take for free, they would get rid of their RVs. And you are correct in that most people didn't get rid of the RVs. In fact, they interviewed one fella who took the $600 gift card, <laughs> yeah. went to the motel, and then had them tow his RV to somebody's house where he could go grab it later.
0: <laughs> Obviously, right? Yes. He used your $600 to tow the RV. And are he's, you fucking he's gonna, stupid?
1: He's gonna sleep on some clean sheets and get a nice hot shower for five days order uber eats get the continental breakfast yeah you get uber eats with the gift card probably buy a shit ton of booze or maybe pawn the gift card so he can go buy some drugs zone out for five days in your hotel right and then uh you know off he goes he'll go pick up his trailer the next you know week
0: it's retarded i I... it's so stupid and you people just uh, you're who are you helping with these policies And, and and the worst part is the worst part is The people that decided to hand out these $600 gift cards, it's like a group of 12 people, all of them making six-figure salaries. (laughs) Yes, man. Yes. That's the fucking fat in our government that needs to be cut. Well, I just...
1: I'm into the idea... And, dude, dude, to put the fucking
0: asshole, the homeless asshole who parks this broke-down RV in front of a million-dollar house, to call him the neighbor of the housed resident... Fuck you, CNN. Fuck you. <laughs> Come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Talk about gaslighting, dude. Oh, no, they're just neighbors talking. No. No. The homeowner wants this fucking freeloader off his fucking street.
1: It's only going to get worse. It's um, I'm telling you here in but Denver. I can't feel
0: bad for the homeowner because that asshole probably voted for these people.
1: That's why I don't feel bad for the people downtown in Denver. We have an election today in Denver mayor it's between a democrat and you guessed it a democrat a that's democrat. right yeah, one, I know. I got love two, it. two fucking democrats <laughs> to pick from
0: it's, you get to decide though one's gayer than the other that's exactly
1: it. it's a gay dude because and a chick. Well, no,
0: no, they're both gay but one's a top one's a bottom <laughs> who would you rather run your government
1: <laughs> you know what's going on here this is the simpsons when the aliens take over and they run as bill clinton and bob dole <laughs> and nobody votes for the third party really? Don't blame me. I voted for the other guy. <laughs> Are you kidding me, folks? Look, look, look around you. Look what's happening. We have. Uh, I. I'm not kidding, man. Take a cruise down on 20th uh, in downtown. Man, it is a two and a half mile long tent city. It stretches the sidewalk and goes into the alleyways. It's a multi level, multi street tent city of homeless people. And taking over abandoned parking lots and sidewalks, and it is just so disgusting-looking. I've never seen it this bad in Denver. And yeah, It's then,
0: inhumane, it, dude. It's it, inhumane. It's
1: absolutely inhumane. Yesterday, it's inhumane, oh. especially because Jared Polis and his cronies at the Democratic Party and the World Economic Forum are signing off on their ridiculous chemtrailing and cloud-seeding program, with which has monsooned Denver over the last five days. Yesterday, I went to pick up Emma, right? And uh, we had to go uh, uptown a little bit to a bar where I left my credit card because I'm an alcoholic. And uh, so (laughs) we're picking up, we're going up, uh, you know, these streets in downtown Denver past Capitol Hill. It's raining so hard for so long. There are rivers of water just streaming down the streets. It's absolutely insane looking. Cars are unable to drive through it. It's just total anarchy and madness. Because this the city's not equipped for that much water. But then, what got me is, you know, I'm cruising through. I'm like, man, that's you know, sucks to drive through this. And then I cruise past Tent City, that's getting flooded out, man. Like, <laughs> like these poor people, they're just literally rivers flowing through their homes that they.
0: have Oh, maybe that's why they're cloud seeding. Get rid of them, Mike. You're psycho.
1: I literally said that to Emma. I turned to her and I said, "Thank God, Jared Polis is flooding the streets. <laughs> we'll, we'll be." <laughs> We'll be rid of this riff raff in no time. <laughs> they're all going to Austin, I guarantee it, man.
0: <laughs> Keep it up, Jared. Oh, they're for sure going to Austin. Oh yeah, I'm on Team Jerry now, I'll tell you what.
1: <laughs> uh, wow. the problem yeah, I don't
0: know. I don't know what the answer is,
1: but uh, you I guys think I know the answer actually. These homeless people, well first of all, today I was chilling there and uh, I saw this homeless guy in the park where I like to have lunch. He was cruising on his bike. And, uh, I thought about how, um, you know, years ago, it's about 10 years ago, I worked at a Jimmy John's for a minute and they had a bike delivery service. And I thought, man, it'd be a good business idea. You come up with some sort of like bike delivery service and you employ the homeless to do it. And, uh, they could use their bikes or you could give them bikes, you know, but you can make it so the government pays for it, right? Do some sort of government subsidized, uh, charity program for the homeless mm. delivery service. And uh, you know, we can help restaurants get their food out a little faster or uh whatever, you know. And uh that's that was a little thought I had with the bike home biking it's a, it's homeless. It's a terrible idea. I love it. I'm
0: a big fan. It's a terrible idea. Get the people- guy if these if these people had any kind of work ethic, they wouldn't be homeless. No, that's the problem. I like, I, I like really don't understand like any Democrat I've ever argued about the homeless situation. I cannot get it through their head that it it is you know adam carolla always talks about it you know if i lose my job i got about a dozen people i could go to that would help me you know if i lose my home i I got about at least a half a dozen different homes that i can stay at you know and it's not because i'm a super rich man or anything It's it's just because i have a family Family, you know friends, I mean? connections, and, and the I, network. And, yeah, yeah, I, and I haven't fucking burned every bridge. Like, dude, by the time you're you're sleeping on the street because you're a drug addict, you probably have a a, a mental disorder.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, you strap like a rickshaw to them. We can like uh, care, you know ferry people around the streets.
0: Uh, let no, put no, them to work, work, man. <laughs> they don't work. Have you seen the homeless in Chicago? They're all nodding out. I'm I'm
1: absolutely joking. I would never uh, <laughs> trust homeless people with anything. However, we better be careful because the homeless... I guess it
0: would make sense, though, if you could get, like, prisoner rates. Like, if I could pay you 60 cents an hour, then you move that rigshaw four feet an hour, I'm okay with it.
1: I'm telling you, I see these homeless guys. They have, like, rigs where they're hauling massive amounts of stuff, like heavy shit. And they're going cross city, down to Boulder, back Uh, to the... Yeah, but that's because, there's
0: dude, there's different kinds of homeless. Those are the vagabonds.
1: Yeah, well, I'm saying let's get some of these vagabonds, put them to work, man. We got to, you know, yeah. give them like a bucket with Unless some I asphalt move. and a shovel. You're right. Pay them 10 bucks You an can tell those cash. guys
0: they got like them fucking thick calves. They got fucking Guamanian calves, I just, you know. I'm what talking I mean? about
1: these guys that I see around where I work and I all I could think is, man, there's potholes everywhere. What if we told the guy, "Hey, well, how's your bike and shit in our warehouse for 10 hours? Here's asphalt and a bucket and a shovel and a fresh bike or a ride and we'll take you out there and you fill in the potholes for for 10 hours i will give
0: you this bag of rock hint hint <laughs> if you take this bag of asphalt yes. and put it in that hole yes
1: do you see what i'm saying that's like, a great idea i'm just I like saying this. i see a lot of i homeless. like what you're
0: doing they could because de- i wouldn't want them like the rickshaw i don't want you interacting with the public but go out in the middle of the highway and patch this pothole i like it i'm just
1: thinking there's stuff like there's shit like we could have people haul shit around the city for us not food obviously but like you know uh, garbage, garbage. I need you to halt. I need you to you know what around, hunt pick up rats. trash.
0: Exactly. If you just hunt rats,
1: there's just menial yeah. bullshit work that isn't happening like in it. these major cities, and we have homeless just roaming around on bicycles or walking around, like dragging it. shit. Put them to work, man. Offer them oh, ten dude, bucks cash. You know, you know what
0: we do? Yeah, you know what you do? You pay them minimal. Ca- we'll give you a dollar an hour plus, plus, hold on, hold on. We're gonna give you this card and no taxes. So the cigarettes are $3 a pack now because you don't got to pay the $14 city tax.
1: There you go. See what I'm saying? Let's put these people to work. Let's get shit done in this city. How come there's nobody with ideas,
0: man? Plus, you know if you're walking by the homeless guy who's collecting rats in the city, you're going to toss that. That's like the only homeless guy I'm tossing a dollar. I might toss him a twenty.
1: Dude, if I see a homeless guy filling in the pothole with some asphalt, I'm giving him a hundred bucks on the spot. Oh, Thank take you, take my
0: lunch, take my Thank wallet. you. Yes. My god, Thank finally
1: you. a hero the city has been asking for.
0: <laughs> You're my Batman, sir. Get, get this man a cape.
1: Can we get him the seat of the uh, a key to the city? Something.
0: You filled in that pothole? You've done more than Lori Lightfoot in the whole term. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. If only you
0: could have done it as a black lesbian, you would have been celebrated.
1: It's just ridiculous to me that nothing gets done in the city of Denver and Jared Polis is driving around the state doing photo ops in the mountains. You're right,
0: dude. You have this, uh, you have this, just, it's, it's literally a labor. Although, did you ever hear like the the, uh, the idea of the army? No. Or the military? The ASVAB? As... The ASVAB no, is familiar. like the aptitude test you oh, take. Oh, that's right, yeah. And you ha- you take it to get in, and like, if you've ever known any, if you've ever known anybody in the military, they will they most likely told you it's a joke, right? And just because those people are of average intelligence or more. <laughs> right? really all this. They literally will. It, it it says it. The test is there. I think the best you or the worst you can do is like a thirty six or something like that, right? Sure. And the the reason they cut it off there is because that's the bottom 12% of society. And I always think about it like <laughs> literally the army needs a million people to just dig holes. You know, like just digging a hole you're yeah, useful. Man. Yeah. <laughs> and they're saying even that there's 12% we don't we we can't even have them dig a hole. Man
1: <laughs> Can
0: you imagine, think about
1: that could you imagine if we had a world war three call to arms right now we'd be so fucked
0: man like we just our, oh, no no I mean, no that's not like a, a america versus any other country. that's a, a universal thing you have to think the human population our intelligence is going to be it's the bell curve there's always going to be the people at the you know i'm most of us are in the middle. Some of us are super smart, but you're always going to have that bottom 10% of, in every- Oh,
1: absolutely. Know. But I'm just of the mindset at this point that we probably have much more of that 12% than we did, let's say, 70 years ago.
0: Oh, you think it's now like 20% can't hit that 36?
1: Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I, there's, Dude, we have 100% students uh. not able to do math
0: in Baltimore. 100%. Dude, can I tell you about the class, uh my plumbing class? Yeah, man. So we're like we're 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 like doing the the uh the drawings, like drawing plans for you know plumbing. Oh yeah. We were in that class and uh <laughs> our teacher, he's a new teacher, so he was like organizing the classroom how he wants it, and I guess he found these like old files. And it was old, it was the old assignments from like 1970. Wow. Right? And he found this homework assignment from one of the students of 1970. Frank, you should have fucking seen this thing, man. (laughs) All of us. We were like, how did he.
1: Ashamed. Be ashamed. Dude,
0: Dude, he. You could tell this guy sat down at a desk and with a root. Like. Dude, everything was so precise. He even did like that. He drew the arrows, how you're supposed to draw them. He drew the numbers. There's a difference between writing the numbers and drawing the number. You know? Yeah. He drew each number the way you're supposed to draw. Wow, it. Every, dude. Everything was like yeah. proportional. Dude, it was perfect. There's no way I could have replicated that homework, right? He, That's right. And the reason he showed us that specific one is because it was the lowest score in the class. Wow, <laughs> wow. Dude, after all of us looking at it for like, dude, we were, dude, Jaws, you could hear him hitting the floor. We're Marveling like, at
1: the perfection. That was a <laughs>
0: homework, what? And it was like, dude, that was a B minus. Wow, man. Worst grade in the class. And we couldn't do it. And that was the worst grade. Nobody in my class could B- replicate
1: get it. Get out. Man, we have fallen so far. It, 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 it like It kind
0: of broke my heart. Now, the difference is we do what he did. We can do it in five seconds on a computer. But the skill, the attention to detail. Are we better? No, 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 dude. No, no. the attention to detail it takes. And just the he that man, you could tell he had learned not only how to draw, but like the patience required to draw, you know? And it's like that man clearly learned so many more like life skills then we're learning dude, you know? attention
1: to detail. And uh, I'm telling you, we live in this society right now. Nobody is attuned to anything around them. Everyone Nothing. is zombified no, no, no.
2: completely situ-
0: out. S- dude sit you. Okay. In the army, there's a few things they really instill in you. Basic training. They're instilling in you attention to detail and situational. Yes.
1: Awareness. Th- there's situational awareness, now, dude. man. It's insanity no. to me. It's why I believe the... You're looking at
0: your cell phone and you ran into a parked car while you were walking? (laughs) Dude, what situational awareness, dude.
1: I was thinking about you know, Emma and I, uh, I told you she was bringing me down to earth about the chemtrailing shit that I obsess over and my biggest obsession is nobody noticing what's happening in the skies above their heads. Nobody watching. Nobody Nobody even looks. no No one's attuned to their surroundings and it's that's what's probably bugging me the most and i was thinking about how we were joking back uh about a year ago remember they jacked on uh, it was at cern they turned it back on and yeah. uh we made tons of jokes about the mandela berenstain. effects and berenstain bears <laughs> and you know all the all the goofball stuff but then i was really thinking about like if they were rocking the CERN machine and messing with our dimension and little things were changing around us, would anyone actually notice?
0: No. Not as long as CNN tells them so.
1: If tiny little changes were occurring, if our environment was totally bizarrely different than we remember 20 years ago, would people really even notice the change?
0: And I always tell people, is it really CERN or are these just software updates? (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I don't don't like that one I think we're software updating this fucking I don't know man yeah
1: or it's glitching because uh, the players have moved on to a new system and we've been left
0: in the (laughs) dust this game isn't (laughs) being played anymore we're playing Sega they're playing Dreamcast (laughs) yeah
1: you know what we're not getting any more updates that's why everything's fucked up all the time
0: (laughs) maybe I don't know. Oh, I think that's probably the best uh, conspiracy, I believe. Oh, a CERN? No, that we're in a simulation. You, that's the one you believe the most? Yeah. Uh, no, I, don't even, I wouldn't even say that I believe it as much as that would surprise me the least. That we were some sort of computer program? That we're living in a simulation. A holographic simulation? Just the idea of, like, the multiverse and everything. There's infinite possibilities. Everything you could have ever decided, there was decided. In a, like, what is that? That's a simulation running. Yeah. That's literally, we set that up for simulation.
1: Or we are all in this next sequel to Doctor Strange in the Madness uh, multiverse, whatever that is. Right? Well, we have
0: to be in a multiverse, because there's a lot of lesbians. Everyone's gay. <laughs> <laughs> No, everything's drag. Frank, have you seen anything Pride this month? No, I, I, I haven't. Not
1: seen it. I was going to say it. I am shocked and bewildered, my man. They buried Pride. I think it's the th- dude. The drag. It's everything is drag. I ran over in our previous episode. If anyone didn't catch it, please, it's fantastic. We uh, we run down the Pride calendar in Denver, Colorado. Everything has a drag performance in every Pride event. You have
0: you know what it is? Fat
1: bearded men dressed as women dancing. Do you know
0: what it is? I, I think I just figured it out. Everybody was at the parade, right? The gays, the lesbians, they That's were right. all fighting for like their equal rights and everything. Oh, yeah. And in that group was the drag queens who, you know, they're not trying to get married, have kids, everything. These guys just want to do drugs and go party. Yeah, man. You know? <laughs> yeah. They love the parade, right? And then what happened is everybody got their equal rights, so they kind of stopped going to the parade. And all you're left with now are the guys who just love the party. Yes. They're not even really fighting for rights. These guys just love the party. The, the, Don't, the, I mean, yes. I would even respect you more if you guys stopped saying, we're we're fighting for trans youth and the lives of the trans. Like, just, just admit... You guys love to party, and this is your excuse to flaunt it in public. You do coke get and it. meth, and and you party hard all night long. We we know, and you can't do it in the streets, three you know most three hundred and thirty five days out of the year. But for thirty days, we allow you to, and so you celebrate. I get it. I'm not blaming you. You know, it's you know?
1: possible that this year it's been dialed back a bit because the suburban women have been enraged recently by the Leah Thomases and the Dylan Mulvaney's and the trans movement. And I think women and feminism has kind of bitten back a bit and have said enough is enough. Megan Kelly, I'm not a huge fan (laughs) of, but she's been on like a rampage as of late. Uh, She's like the female uh, Matt Walsh.
0: Well, you know what? I I was listening to this one that's, uh I forget where it was. But it was a dude who he's a dude, married to a dude, and they adopted <laughs> a boy and a girl. Okay, right? Yeah. And the way he was the way he was talking about it, man. He's just like, you know, I I have a daughter. And I don't want her to be forced to swim, not only compete, but to have to change in front of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like you start to realize from that conversation. Yeah. Listen, the gay men, the gay women, they they got their equal rights. They got married. They have families. And You know what they don't want? Their daughters changing with Leah Thomas swinging his dick around the fucking locker room.
1: Yeah, I think um I think they went too hard on the trans movement and it's backfiring bigly. And the <laughs>
2: yeah, bigly. And <laughs> the fucking, and,
0: and the cross-dressing thing, I don't know. Well, uh Did you see what the the difference, dude? The difference between the gay thing and everything is like that's like a sexuality. Like, I some guys like you know some guys are real and real into feet. Some are really into tits. You know what I mean? And it's like so I can understand you're just into dick. You know, like I can get that. You could be. You could look at it in, from a crude lens, absolutely, or you
1: could look at it, which I think why the uh, movement for uh, gays and lesbians uh, uh, profoundly resonated with so many people, regardless of your uh, sexual orientation, was gay people wanted to be accepted socially to be with the person they love, and they wanted to marry the person they love.
0: Yeah, but you don't believe you're born with it? Like, you're, you're just born? Like, I, don't, I don't know. Not, maybe not born with it.
1: I'm just talking about what the gay movement was, was I want to be gay and love this person openly. That's all it was. It was I want to be, I want to love this person openly, and yes, they are also a dude, or they are also a chick, and I am a chick. You know what I'm saying? Like It is, uh, we are the same sex, and we want to be able to openly be in love and not be criticized socially and get married and, and, and have a family and be peacefully in love as a family, in our home, and we don't want people to bother us. That was it. And you know what? Straight, gay, whatever, we all said, you're right, man. And lady, you guys all we deserve- We all fell
0: for you. We agreed with you. You deserve yeah.
1: to openly love and be loved, and we're Everybody not going to stop you. to be happy. Where we started drawing the line socially, I think, Boop. is when the, the fat bearded dude in the clown makeup and dress said, I want to read
0: to your kid, and if you don't let me read to your kid, you're a bigot. Well, that's my whole point, is, like, drag queen is not a sexuality. Like, I understand you're just attracted to what you're attracted to. You can't control that. What I'm trying to say is everybody... Just being a guy who has a fucking... I don't know.
1: It doesn't even matter about attraction or sex. It just means, like, people just want to be loved and be in a relationship. It's, like, there's a sentimental value to the the gay movement there that everybody can, uh, like, understand. And so when it comes to the trans movement, a lot of people don't understand because it's very complicated. And there's a lot of intense issues behind it. And in a lot yeah. of ways, it's we're not talking about being someone who wants to find another person and, and be uh, accepted for them loving each other. No, now you're saying I'm going to dress this crazy way or I'm going to do this mutilation to my body and I'm going to flaunt it and push it in your face and then I'm going to teach it to your kids and if you don't agree with it, well, you're going to have a problem. And so I think it, it just went down this yeah, that's true. horrible yeah. Yeah. alley. Like when it came to gay rights, it was we just want to love each other freely and as society said, you're right, we were wrong for not allowing that for so long. It's okay now. And we moved on, but now Pride has become again. I can't get over the fact that everything I see, the, everything for Pride on every single channel, they're interviewing drag queens or people yeah, who have I don't transitioned. Get why they became the face. It's, it's transitioned people and drag queens. That's Pride now. That's and, and, the BLT and, sandwich movement.
0: Has anybody else noticed we forgot about lesbians like four years ago?
1: Mike, they're the new face of white supremacy. Haven't you been reading the (laughs) Wall Street Journal? Come on, dude. Is that what
0: happened? They're just, you know, if you're a white lesbian, you're too close to a white man, so they just... Um, this... I I mean, like... I think the movement's been co-opted, and what's
1: crazy about all of it is they are parading this week the face of this movement, according to uh, mainstream media. I'm blown away by this. Uh... Elliot Page came out with a book. I don't know if you saw it hitting the shelves or it's about to hit the shelves. It's called. She's
0: 14. (laughs) Elliot Page. I don't know. How old is she? She wrote a memoir. Uh, She's like 30 something. I imagine. (laughs) Not old enough for a
1: memoir. (laughs) She wrote a memoir called Page Boy. I can't make that up. And uh
0: are you serious?
1: Yeah, so I, I'm just going to play a snippet of her interview on Good Morning America, uh, just so you guys can hear how— I mean,
0: you're, you're in your 30s. Do you feel you have lived and experienced enough to write a memoir? Dude, you haven't even learned from your mistakes yet. Listen, Elliot, you changed to a man. You haven't even realized how bad of a decision that is, and you're going to write a memoir? Wait till you've learned some shit.
1: Yeah, good call. That's why I'm writing my memoir called Dude Man. And uh, it'll just be about uh, (laughs) nothing. See? Because I've learned nothing. Mine's called Halfway There. (laughs) She wrote this because they needed a face for the movement because they've eliminated Ellen. You can't bring Ellen out anymore uh, for Gay Day. And uh, who are the famous lesbians and gay men that are willing to be the face of the Pride movement now? There are none. They aren't there. They don't want to link up. I've been saying this for a long time. The L's and the G's want nothing to do with the BLT sandwich.
0: They're Dude, done with even, it. Uh, even word on the street is uh, even Caitlyn Jenner is starting to go back.
1: I heard that Bruce is back to Bruce. I've heard that from many yeah. uh, insider, but I want to just play a quick snippet. This is Elliot Page describing how happy she is. Yeah, yeah, that whole Juno time, oh, that that was quite the time. What should have been a moment of joy and triumph wasn't. The actor wanted to wear jeans and a shirt to the premiere of the Oscar-nominated film. Are juno yeah yeah that whole juno time oh, bad that clip. was quite the time you guys caught me on a rough edit what <laughs> should have been a moment of there joy and triumph wasn't the actor wanted to wear jeans and a shirt to the premiere of the oscar-nominated film juno <clears throat> but needed to wear a dress and heels
0: it's not like someone was like forcing you know clothing on my physical body but that is what it felt like you know to dress a certain way and be a certain... So you way. had a perf... I- <laughs> it was a perceived... All
1: right. I, I don't know. She was an actress for a long... But whatever, yeah. I
0: yeah, used yeah, to yeah. find it and still find it tricky to talk about and it relates to this, your dreams are coming true because I felt like complaining at all or feeling bad at all just so profoundly ungrateful. In Page Boy, a memoir... Because it Elliot is. just
1: poignantly peeling back the layers of who he felt he was growing up in Canada. Okay, so that's all. I just wanted to, you to hear, hear how elated and happy Elliot Page sounds because oh, she's have, Canadian. Yeah, eh, that's right.
0: Oh, they, man, we can't tell the boys from the girls either up there. Uh-huh. No, I know why she's we, confused. We
1: love our Canadians. Oh, no, have you, you just... seen those
0: French? <laughs> f- oh Jesus my
1: God! Christ. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh no! You caught me on that one, folks. Uh, I
0: love my brothers in Ottawa.
1: All right, so Elliot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Elliot Page doesn't sound happy every time I listen to her. I, it's did you no? No, she sounds miserable. But here, so I the reason I clipped it and searched. Oh, we got
0: we got to call the he. I keep forgetting we're dead naming her or dead pronoun. What do you call it? I don't, I'm doing Elliot. I God haven't done anything. I just say Elliot. Yeah, Elliot. But you, you you're saying Elliot, but we got to say he instead of she. I don't have to it's say anything. He.
1: It's America. So uh, Elliot Page.
0: <laughs> that for long.
1: <laughs> Ellie Page and the book by Ellie Page, Page Boy. Uh, that's that's what it's called, Page Boy. So funny.
0: Can I, is it is it out of line to say uh, the female that wore that dress at that premiere looked fantastic?
1: Yeah, I thought. Ellen and Page, very happy. Ellen Page was a she babe. She was so man. cute. Yeah. yeah, dude. So, anyways, I read on the Associated Press they had a review of Page Boy. And uh, they said it was, you know, that great of a book, but they were into it, and it was very powerful hearing, you know, the story from uh, Elliot. And this one sentence, this is what really got me and why I wanted to talk about this. Paige reads as a normal guy telling a meandering story that often dips into intimate, raw, and powerful anecdotes. Paige is not a normal guy. I hate to break it to you guys. Page, (laughs) Elliot Page, did not experience being a normal guy at all. So stop pretending. Stop. This is bullshit. This is a lie. Page is not a normal guy.
2: On any that- on any
1: level, is Paige a normal guy? I'm sorry, but Elliot Page, formerly Ellen Page, will never be a normal guy. They'll no. never know what it was like to go through puberty as a young boy. Uh, how awkward it is to be a kid. Just like Leah Thomas will never know what it's like to go through the early stages yeah. of becoming a female. Oh, These good, people call. dude, Elliot Page. Know. Let me ask you
0: something. Elliot Page, Elliot Page, you ever had to ask a girl to a dance with fucking pimples on your face? Anything, so. man. Just that is a fucking... All
1: elements of Ugh. becoming a man. Everything from when you're... Just the whole experience. Elliot Page, oh, unfortunately, yeah, you could chop off your tits. You could do the surgery and get a giant dong stapled onto your body. But you will never know what it was like to be a boy and become a man. You just will never know that. It's that just That is a really truth. good
0: call, dude. And that's why these people are... I think that's why they always are just so lost. It's because they never really become either one. You can never become either one at that point. It's just
1: I, the you language know? has bothered, I think, everybody yeah. lately. And this is what got me here in this article, which was Paige reads as a normal guy telling... No, Paige is not a normal guy telling a story because Paige was you know never what? a normal guy.
0: Well, you know what I think she missed out on in there is like, dude, Elliot or El- Ellen... Should have just worn the t-shirt and jeans. Would have gotten praised for how great she looked in a t-shirt and jeans, and probably would have realized that she could just be a tomboy. I dude, there's instead of uh, weird psychological shit going on mean, You're not, you're not, a, you're on not here. a boy. It's you no know no matter what? what you do,
1: you'll never be a man. It doesn't even matter. I'm not even ragging on Elliot here. This is the journalist for the Associated Press writing this. They are reviewing this book and they are saying this book reads just like a normal so guy. Terrible. And yeah. that's my well, problem. To, I don't have a problem. They pro- have
0: to follow their party. I don't have that's a, a problem
1: line. with Elliot Page because Elliot Page is someone clearly going through a psychotic episode and they are having no, I serious feel so mental bad issues. for her. Yes, I feel very she bad. She
0: bought her. into the movement. The 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 you know what one thing I've no- Okay, one thing I've noticed, and I've noticed this because now I'm forced to hang out with a lot of very young people. they've done an excellent job in in school in convincing kids that the shit they're feeling is abnormal and it's not yes you know what i mean your parents felt this shit when they were your age their parents felt that shit when you were there when they you know and they didn't have tiktok you know what i mean but they still felt the same shit you know and it's like you don't need the drugs you don't need the thing I don't know over what kills me is like especially the young people with the anxiety and all this and like the body dysmorphia and all of this is overcoming it without the prescription drugs without the therapist without the fucking this and that without the that's what made our parents and the previous generation that's what made them functioning adults yeah man i don't understand why people don't get like if i want my biceps to get bigger i gotta go in the gym and what do i gotta do i gotta fucking I got to do some curls and and tear the muscles so that they they rebuild bigger, you know? I got to put my muscles through extra strain. I think you're doing it all wrong, brother. You got to wake up at 3 a.m., brother,
1: and then you got to uh, just take the steroids.
0: <laughs> hit the gym, brother. No, but it's the same thing with the brain, and there's no steroid for the brain. But you got to – the only way you strengthen your brain, the only way you strengthen yourself mentally is the reason the army puts you through the most – like you go to basic training, their goal is to put you through the most stressful shit you've ever been through in your life, because that's what makes everything after that so easy. It's just like, you have a really hard day of work, man, go home, that's the night you have to work out. Because you work out after the hardest day, every day is easier after that. I disagree,
1: dude. I work really hard all day, I go home, I eat myself a McFlurry sandwich.
2: <laughs> Finally, McDonald's the fuck's the the McFlurry the sandwich from the <laughs> today food team guys want to oh, bring it. Okay. This what this is, is that? this has been happening on TikTok this is a McFlurry hash brown sandwich Yeah, that's that's oh, oh, a bit yes. of a trend that's no people have been assembling hold on ice cream mm. sandwiches by filling two hash brown patties with McDonald's McFlurry now uh, get, the fuck, the, Kelly get the, the, the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here i'm moving to canada
0: oh canada
1: McFlurry Sandwich Man,
0: yeah! Get the fuck up, so America! We we've crossed the Rubicon. team for parrot. <laughs> like, normally we like things. Yeah,
1: so they eat it on oh my god, yes, uh, you know why I put played this. A oh,
0: McFlurry. People. You take two hash
1: browns. That's right. You put a little McFlurry.
0: between like them. You eat it like a sandwich. The worst part is that sounds really fucking good.
1: No, it sounds. T- <laughs> See, that's <laughs> especially if
0: you get the M M&M and M McFlurry. Oh god. I- what I'm the only person who thought this was absolutely disgusting. They apparently like No, it's really clean because the McFlurry comes with its own straw that stirs it. It's like a spoon. <laughs> they made it special for the machine. So you, know, no. you get it in you know. Yeah, m M&M McFlurry. Did that actually sounds pretty fucking good. You know what? I might do the diet version and just take one hash brown, cut it in half. Oh yes. You're watching your carbs. <laughs> That's right. Small McFlurry.
1: We are the fattest country in the world, man. this is
0: so disgusting.
1: Get the fuck (laughs) out of here. This is trending on TikTok. The Chinese are (laughs) laughing at us. They are laughing at us. You know...
0: (laughs) You know whoever came up with it and put it on TikTok, Xi just gave him a promotion.
1: Yes, absolutely. uh, He's... uh...
0: (laughs) The army just lost another 3% of the population. It can't recruit. They're too fat. Too fat. (laughs)
1: Oh man. Oh, that's uh That's where we're at. As a public Dude now? there's a
0: guy in my class, man. I always fucking catch him at uh subway during lunch. You know, It's the closest thing to our class. <laughs> the guy gets the sandwich. I get a foot long too. You know, I'm a fat I'm a fat Chicago. All right, so I'm, gonna yeah. get that, I'm gonna get that foot long and of course I gotta wash it down with a large pop. And <laughs> I gotta have my chips afterwards. So you know, I'm rocking the 2,000 calorie lunch. I get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> this guy tosses on six cookies. Six cookies. That's like 1,200 calories in cookies on top of the meal. Wow. Wow. Every time. Every time. And then he's not the only one, man. It's like all these, it's like a big thing at Subway with the cookies.
1: I, uh, I don't go to fast food places. Anymore. I stopped a long time ago. I what are you a Nazi? Yeah. I I think there's something up, man. There we are being poisoned systematically. It would make the most sense. You know when I started catching on is Mm -hmm. the cheeseburgers at McDonald's started shrinking and getting cheaper. And like now you know what I'm saying? You get the ninety nine cent menu meal, right? Is that still a thing?
0: Joe like, honest, I don't really go to McDonald's for lunch, but I, dude, if you'd look at my credit card statement, it, I'd be embarrassed at how many, I go there almost every day for breakfast. Oh, that breakfast? Fucking, really? That fucking sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddle, dude, will fucking cure cancer. I swear to God, I have been in that drive-thru. I'm sure it's the opposite. I'm like, dude, I'm like hanging out the window like, bitch. Hurry up with that. F- like, I'm about to throw up. I'm so hungover. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to make it to work, dude. Oh, no. I'm you know a huge, I
1: mean? huge fan of the uh, McDonald's breakfast for hangover, which I have done probably the within best. the last few months or so, maybe six, five months. But I'm, I'm telling you, like, I've um, there was a stretch. I did a four. Yeah. Four year stretch. Zero fast food. No McDonald's Burger King, Wendy's, anything Taco Bell. Nothing.
0: Were you in prison?
1: No, I just I made it. <laughs> yeah, I just making sure. I I, f- I pushed myself to do it and then uh I I think zero that- fast
0: food, lots of black cock. It was a weird four you. Right? <laughs> That's right. I was
1: hungry, people.
0: <laughs> it's experimental time. Learned for a me. lot about myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you move to Boulder. This is, this is weird, man. <laughs> Well yeah, dude, our uncle just got back from Colorado. He was out there visiting you guys. His what was the rapport? There, how cousin. did he enjoy? And uh he dude, it was so funny. He was talking to me and uh, you know, our uncle, and his family, we're all we're all Chicagoans. So we're a little we're a little large. And uh <laughs> That's right, man. And he was just talking about how like, man, you know, I lost some <laughs> he's like, dude, I was out there what is he two weeks or something? That's right. He's like, I lost weight. He's like, I couldn't breathe and everything. And I was like, yeah, that's why Like everybody that comes from, nobody from Colorado is more than 120 pounds in our, in our, in our family. I swear to God. Everybody in our family, when they want to come home, they just fucking hang on to a kite and the wind blows them right over. It's, they're as light as a feather.
1: Not into the fast food, man. I got to say, I, I've, here's my thing. It, it's more about how it made me feel. I felt like shit when I would eat it. And so I told Emma, hey, anytime we're going to do fast food. Outside of the, you know, it's way late night. I'm picking her up from the airport. You know what I'm saying? Only thing open. Go through the drive-thru. There's always the exception. Yeah. There's an
0: exception, but. That's where it belongs, dude. Like that's. The, well, after that's, 12 o'clock.
1: That's the mindset. That was the change in yeah. mindset, which I, I decided. Our <sighs> goal is if something's open or we got enough time to go to the store and grab something, throw something quick together, we're doing that. We're going to feel a thousand times better tomorrow, and yes. we will not regret not going to McDonald's for dinner.
0: Dude, that's a good call. That, Frank, you won't always regret going to McDonald's, but you'll never regret not going. Not going, going man. Oh, dude. We've all had the regret yes. of going.
1: At 4 yeah. o'clock in the morning, you're sitting on the toilet, screaming in pain. Dude. Yeah,
0: man. Dude, you might be onto something, man. Because when you're, you know, when you're over thirty, thirty-five, now you got to start watching the stomach a little bit. You,
1: well, yes, you never
0: trust a fart over thirty. Everybody knows this. Dude, you're you're better off hedging your bet on the never regret. You know,
1: the no regret. Absolutely. Yeah. No uh, regrets. No regrets. That's right, man. <laughs> and look, um, just people need to start changing the way mm. they think the way they eat, and the way they work, folks. And if you don't, you're going to be forced
0: to. Uh,
1: Times are a-changing.
0: This week,
1: Yelp, the reviews app announced. No, hold
0: on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dude, we got to talk about it. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think we're going to run out of time. I don't want to run out of time. We got plenty
1: of time.
0: Frank, it's D-Day.
1: Oh, well, I have a clip for D-Day.
0: And I know you do it. I don't want to run out of time. I just want to say that's why I'm a little. I'm a little drunk today. Not we got, gonna lie. We got
1: ten minutes, so yeah.
0: We- <laughs> uh, I took a little extra shot for the for the veterans. You know, don't forget about D Day, man. I think it's incredible that more people talked about Gay Pride today than D Day.
1: I saw nothing on D Day on any of the major sites, and I want to stress Google Doodle today was the winner of the Google Doodle contest. The Google Doodle, you know, when you go to Google Home search page, they do a a thing commemorative. No D-Day commemorative. Oh, my
0: God. You're right.
1: These evil commie bastards. I'm telling you right now, man. Oh, my God. I was shocked.
0: It's like three Asian bitches in a fucking flower. Yes. They're the winners.
1: They're the winners of the Google Doodle contest. You couldn't wait till... Till fucking june 7th to announce the google doodle oh, winner
0: i gotta tell you frank that's why i really want i give you props man the picture you put is exactly what they should have put then. i don't think people
1: for anyone that doesn't co- know or is not watching live we i make live uh posters for each uh live episode and uh usually they are Hilarious memes that I take. They're always the funniest. I'm very memes. proud of my hilarious memes. They and see a combination of what the topics we are uh, discussing usually and who are making. President fun
0: G's of. face on Fetterman's wife's body in know, the rainbow I'm a suit. Genius. I know I'm a pure genius. It made its way to top ten. I care. I mean, <laughs> it made its way to top ten. But so.
1: sometimes I think it's necessary to just pay a little uh, homage, and so I I used a colorized photograph of the uh, the men. Waiting to uh, storm the beach as they are riding to the shore. Yeah, it, it is one of the most harrowing pictures. It is just uh, <laughs> a pic, Some Christ, pictures dude. just have a million words behind them, and and the shots of these guys right before they stormed the beach. My God, man, uh, I just can't <sighs> even. I get chills thinking about it. And I never served a day in my life, but that is just, just um, heroism on another level.
0: I just saw a video, dude. What's so sad is they're all dead. Like. Uh- there's no more survivors like they're all gone
1: i thought there was a guy a gentleman uh, maybe you're right yeah it's
0: possible yeah there might be a couple left but dude it's not like it used to be 79 years ago
1: uh, today that um the young the armed forces uh, allied forces stormed normandy but
0: um... oh, man i watched my favorite man the, my favorite clip is this old man who uh, they brought you know it was like 10 years ago maybe 20 maybe about 10 years ago they brought a bunch of guys back to the uh to omaha beach and everything oh yeah and they like the old guys I just, the clip of this one man they're standing at the water and they're looking and he's like 400 yards i can't imagine a man running it just running it yeah he's <laughs> like it's wet sand you know it's, it's, it's impossible to run and they were running with machine guns
1: it's Just it's an incredible. Mowing them down,
0: man. That is.
1: Uh... Yeah, I, I did a little reading up on it today. Apparently, the um, you know, the Omaha Beach that was the one that got the highest uh, casualty rate. Uh, yeah. the weather ended up not being as favorable as they had hoped. They even they were very close to even delaying it for another two weeks because they had planned it based on the <laughs> tide and the moon, the lunar cycle. And they would have had to wait two more weeks for the lunar cycle to time up with the, you know, to make the tide just right. It's crazy that they had to play all of that into it. Uh, Yeah, everybody
0: like, so, you know, in Saving Private Ryan, those like giant, those like giant cross looking metal things that are in the sand that they're all hiding behind. Yes. Those are supposed to be underwater and they're supposed to actually capsize the boat. That's right. That's why they had to wait. For the tide to go that far out. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. For the anti ship.
1: They staged a phony D Day elsewhere that they tried to, it was like a decoy D Day as well, which I found interesting. They dropped something like, and I might be off, I think it's something 20 or maybe, yeah, I think it was 20 something thousand airborne were dropped behind enemy lines right before the night before at midnight uh, of the invasion. Dead, I think it was twenty four thousand. It might have certain. been. Tw- I know it was
0: a lot, but I don't. Yeah, it's it's That's a like spectacular number. Missions.
1: It, it is. Uh, ten thousand. Uh, Allied casualties. Uh, potentially they're saying up to ten thousand uh, casualties for. Uh, the other side. That's probably
0: a lie. Did I ever tell you the success rate of the airborne? No. It's. <laughs> it's what, dude. If you're an airborne soldier, right? uh, On any airborne mission, the United States Army expects, they consider 80% loss acceptable for an airborne mission. (laughs) So if 20% of you come home from an airborne mission and you completed the mission, that's a success. Amazing (laughs) stuff, man.
1: This is bravery on a level I don't think people understand these days, and It's funny that we live in an era now, nearly 80 years later, that we're more consumed with the victimization of minority cultures or minority groups within our culture. And we're, you know, overly obsessed with celebrating uh, gender uh, Uh, spectrum for the next month. I mean, how many
0: in Boytown are going to storm Normandy Beach? when we need to fucking take down the Nazis. This
1: is where I'm at with, though. Know? And I, all I could think of, looking at the pictures today, reading up, doing a little brushing up on the history of it, and um, the videos, the pictures. Man, it's just, uh, you look in the eyes of some of these guys, man. Young fellas sent off Voice. to die. This is a suicide Voice. mission, man. Uh, it's crazy stuff. I have a clip for us. I think it's appropriate. I just um, kind of love the nostalgia of it, and I I'm, think you'll enjoy it as well. This is uh, Eisenhower's
2: D-Day address. Soldiers, sailors, and airmen of the Allied Expeditionary Force, you are about to embark upon the great crusade toward which we have striven these many months. The eyes of the world are upon you. The hopes and prayers of liberty-loving people everywhere march with you. In company with our brave allies and brothers in arms on other fronts, you will bring about the destruction of the German war machine, the elimination of Nazi tyranny over the oppressed peoples of Europe, and security for ourselves in a free world. Your task will not be an easy one. Your enemy is well-trained, well-equipped, and battle-hardened. He will fight savagely. But this is the year 1944. Much has happened since the Nazi triumphs of 1940-41. The United Nations have inflicted upon the Germans great defeats in open battle, man to man. Our air offensive has seriously reduced their strength in the air and their capacity to wage war on the ground. Our home fronts have given us an overwhelming superiority in weapons and munitions of war and placed at our disposal great reserves of trained fighting men. The tide has turned. The free men of the world are marching together to victory. I have full confidence in your courage, devotion to duty, and skill in battle. We will accept nothing less than full victory. Good luck, and let us all beseech the blessing of Almighty God upon this great and noble undertaking. Jesus
0: Christ,
1: man. You think Biden could put together a speech like that No. Now?
0: Or Trump? No, Trump. No, or Obama? Maybe, <laughs> maybe he did a good writing. He was a good orator. Uh, I, I, man, it's just it's it's a weird. You know what? I really, I think I, we're I, missing from that time was listen to that speech. Listen to Kennedy's speech about going to moon. It's like yeah. everything these guys said was like we're gonna do this because it's it's not easy. Yeah, but somebody has to do it.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. The American spirit. Absolutely.
0: Ah. And, and what really got me about that speech is when he you know, he said, our, our, our home front has given us the weapons. And yes. Everything. It's like, do you really think we have that today? Where we could come together and the people who can fight go and fight, and those who can't stay and make weapons and ammunition, you know what I mean, for those who can? Like, I don't know. Could you see our country engaging in some sort of
1: equivalent battle now? I, I just don't see it maybe i don't know
0: maybe people will you know they have this thing in the in in like definitely in like basic training and everything where at some point they take the worst soldier and they make him this they make him the leader of the platoon (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) and it's kind of like the last chance because what they do is they just they put you in charge and and you'd be surprised at how many people you know what i mean they're the worst soldier but then once you put them in charge and then once they have to, like, actually try to command people, then they, you know. Yeah,
1: no, I think it um, a to, has a powerful a weird... effect. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Uh D-Day, man. That's crazy.
1: It's a wild uh, situation that unfolded. I was thinking about today, like, these guys sat together. They planned this for, like, a year. Yeah. And so they, like, these dudes sat in a room. And they're like, all right, we're going to. We're going to send these, like, tens of thousands of people to their death. And D-Day, by the way, wasn't successfully completed until June 12th. It took them six days to finally complete their links on the beach. Like, they were still fighting that beach, man, for six days. Yeah. That's crazy. What a wild war. We still, and look, we have a lot. Nothing comes easy, man. A lot of questions about the war, a lot of conspiracy theories, and I'm always down to entertain, but today, we celebrate not the conspiracy theories or whatever the World War II was about. We are Listen, whether, uh, commemorating-
0: It doesn't matter whether it was right or wrong. It doesn't matter what it was for. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is the country called on you men, and you men answered the call. And I just, I really hope the men of today are willing, and more importantly, able to answer that call, should it arise.
1: Amen to that. And with that, folks, it is that time, believe it or not. Fastest hour in the universe. Fastest hour, which is going to be really funny once you What's what's I hope it's gay.